Hello and welcome to yet another anime podcast. Just who the hell do I think I am? I'm Ninja Boy and I'm yet another anime podcast host. So yeah, this episode's like a month and a half into the new year, so I've been pretty busy with my Oscars podcast. We're in full awards season mode right now. Um, I said finished, uh, you know, watching the anime from last year, you know, like a month ago. Um, I just haven't had time to record and edit. So anyway, much like last year, don't expect too much out of me anime-wise for these first few months of the year. Um, it doesn't help that compared to last year's banger of a fall season, this winter season is looking relatively sparse, so not much motivation to rush into the winter anime. Still, I figure I should at least uh, present some semblance of normalcy, and despite this episode being two weeks later than Gig Express of 2022 anime video, here we are with yet another anime awards show, as well as my fall 2022 look back. So first of all, let's go through each uh, fall anime film that I ended up finishing. Now, warning, I finished these a month ago or so, so there won't be in as much detail, and I'm also trying to, you know, just get the script down a little bit sort of just so that I have the motive, I don't feel over-intimidated about uh, trying to record this, so we're just going to get this out there. First up, the swords. Uh, I'm up to date with the sword series Play It Cool, guys. Now, I actually thought this one was going to be one season or so, but it actually ends up being a two-core series. So I'm liking well enough, especially how they're expanding out beyond the initial premise of just these individual guys facing, you know, how they deal with, you know, doing these awkward things and how they play it off cool. Um, but actually interconnecting those stories together, which is, I think, pretty interesting. And, you know, adding some more characters as of the last episode I watched. So, you know, I can't give it the grade yet, um, but just a note that I am enjoying this one. I'll be keeping up with this in the New, in the new season. I did finish the second season of Poi Poi Molkar. Um, the lovable guinea pig slash cars Molkars are back with their fluffy stop motion animation glory, raising more questions about exactly how the society they have built for themselves came about. Now, I think I kind of enjoyed the first season a little bit more. It had more genre hopping uh, between different shows, kind of standalone stories. Um, you know, this one tried to do some somewhere between a serialized series of the story of Molkars who cause trouble, um, getting sent to driving school, but then also having standalone episodes and a lot of callbacks to the first season actually um so not quite as the you know I, I think it requires a little bit more investment and maybe i just because i binge this every week um it wasn't kind of like less uh less of a surprise um still kind of hard to hate the little guy so i'm gonna give it a four out of five and a touchdown from the first season's five out of five but also by default this one gets the sword anime of the season award so that brings us to the other full-length series um, that I sequels that I finished, uh, Spy X Families. Uh, second core aired, and the same wholesome activities of Anya, Lloyd, and Floor, uh, Lloyd and Yor continue. This time, adding in the precognitive powers of Best Boy and the Dog. Um, I gave the first season a five out of five. There's really no reason to dock it points for anything here, so another five out of five once again. Uh, we also have the final season of Mob Psycho 100. After being a little bit late to the mob train in the first place, uh, though eventually doing an episode on director Yuzuhiro Tachikawa um, a couple years ago, um, I was excited to see the full self-actualization of Mob's personal growth, and I gotta say it delivered, um, for the most part. I, I will say I probably was a little bit more emotionally impacted by the climax of season 2 that solidified Reagan as Tumblr sexy man extraordinaire, but nevertheless, Mob shows once again it is more than just its stunning visual animation and sound design. Um, it has a heartfelt character coming of age story with real life lessons to take away from it and of course shout out to the uh, Body Improvement Club. Uh, Mob Psycho 100 Season 3 gets 5 out of 5 and the sequel anime of the season award uh, which you know shout out to the Mob, Mob Psycho 100. It basically all the full full, full episodes um, the full series not the spin-offs got 5 out of 5 for me so you know definitely one of the great animes of all time. 
Um, moving into the new series that had their first season in fall. Um, first up, we have uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Wits of Mercury. Now, I'm not a Gundam expert by any means. You know, I still have yet to tackle anything in the Universal Century. I've only half finished the Iron Blood Orphan series, and the only uh, series that I'm really up to date on is the Build Fighters universe, uh, which is about as far from like you know the traditional Gundam as you can expect. But something about the Witch of Murky just felt a little off to me. Uh, maybe it's just my image of what Gundam should be, right? You know, aside from obviously a, an advertisement for for plastic models. Um, you know, it's about the evils of war, Sage of Grey between good and evil, and all that, right? You know, I keep trying to mix in the, it, it, this this series tried to mix in the school teenager stuff um, with you know behind the scene capital machinations of their parents let the both of these like i think one or the other would have been interesting but i think trying to do both led to it being underbaked right uh, maybe it's because bandai is trying to get a younger audience into gundam right kind of like it's an older anime series so you know trying to have like a new you know female protagonist you know, more you know high school shenanigans and so on right but again they can't even really do that part that well you know the, the teenage stuff kind of falls back to tropes of you know people miscommunicating with each other and you know the capitalist influence of the adult made the kids feel not like their own people and just like extensions of this larger plot um, and made it more complicated than it needed to be. You know, I think I think a part of this is my current distaste for the main character, Suleta, um, as a narrative piece, right? As an individual, I mean, she's fine, right? Like, I guess she's emotionally stunted due to her upbringing, right? Not being around a lot of other kids. But, you know, since she's such an OP pilot... Um, uh, and, and she also may have been, you know, mostly manipulated by her mother, but she's such a, such an OP pilot with an OP mech that the first 11 episodes where, you know, the highest stakes are, oh, she has to do a duel with these people, right? And sir, there are supposedly stakes on the duel, but it doesn't really feel any like they're ever actually at risk just because you know how OP she is and she's going to overcome these stacked odds, right? And it's, it's hard to see because there's no real reason for her to be a, an amazing soldier uh, or an amazing pilot as it is, right? Um, at least for, you know, say Iron Blooded Orphans or even 86, right? Those are other child soldier type shows um, they have a reason for them to be good they would be dead otherwise right here it's just like you know why is he so good I don't know um, and maybe that's part of the mystery right you know I and and, may, and we do have like 50 some odd episodes to work with so maybe they're going to explain it, flesh it out further but you know I, I think going back to Slut I think if you remove her from the show and just focus on kind of like this power of balance this very tenuous power of balance between the three houses in this super elite prestigious school and the Game of Thrones dynamics and how it kind of ties to that and less on the you know high school shenanigans and more on like the pressures of you know kind of being forced to be adults right uh, prematurely um that would be a really interesting uh story-wise right uh, and interesting especially if you know no particular um house has an advantage over the other as it is, though, you know, I'm going to give the current first season a three out of five. You know, we do have a cliffhanger that kind of hints that the first future episodes will be a little bit different um, with ep episode 12. Um, and again, a lot of other episodes to work with for this for the full story. So we'll see how this uh, grows in future episodes and hopefully it can improve from, from where it is now. Uh, next up, we have the Soul High Dive series I finished watching, uh, Akiba Maid Wars. Uh, this one had one of the stronger first episodes this season. You know, a musical number synchronized with May, a maid going all John Wick on a rival maid cafe. Uh, from there, I thought it would continue to be kind of wild and crazy, balls to the wall type of anime, something like Samurai Flamenco. 
I will admit I was kind of disappointed in the end result, if only because I had these higher lofty expectations, you know. The series never quite reached the same heights as that first episode, you know, ostensibly, you know, it kind of, I, the, the premise I saw going on, okay, we have a maid cafe, Onky Doink, with, you know, a number of girls who have these interesting, you know, interesting character designs or so on. Let's, you know, do a breakdown for each character's background and how they got into the maid cafe business and so on and, and maybe get hints about why the world is, is messed up like the way it is, kind of like how, you know, Zombieland Saga each girl got their background there's some hints at like why they were brought back as zombies but never really confirmed but you know kind of hinted at um but you know it it doesn't have i think uh akiba made wars doesn't have the same heart right like you don't we we get a big breakdown but not really like fully fleshed out for most of the characters right uh maybe each of them it's a little bit of a moment to sign but you know kind of taking face value you know um you know the 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 manager in particular right is kind of you know in in um in Zombieland Saga has a lot of heart and he kind of has like, he has a motive, you can, it's hinted he has a motivation for why he does and he, why he puts on the persona he does. The, 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 the manager for, for AKB Maid Wars is kind of not that great of a character, frankly speaking. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it just, it's it just lacking, I think, compared to other shows that, that come to mind, right? Um, now what the show does end up being, right, uh, to its credit, is it's essentially a riff off of traditional Yakuza gangster, you know, uh, series, you know, Turf War, friendships, brotherhood, you know, get across gang lines, upsetting hierarchies of power, year-longs, vengeance, plots, and, you know, run-ins in, run with the law, and so on, um, power grabs, right? Like, that is all, you know, pretty much Yakuza gangster stuff, and, you know, it, it's essentially just putting it in another skin, so to speak, which, you know, from that lens, it's a enjoyable enough so in that regard, right? And it's not like the occasional action sequence that we see is, is not done well, right? There's even, you know, to some degree, right, the fact that, you know, there's a, it's an original story. And there's like a plot that kind of overarchs the whole thing. And when, as by the time you get to the final episode, you realize, oh, the stuff happening in the very first scene of the first episode was a setup for everything that would come down the line. I mean, that I can respect getting it put together. Overall, I think it, if I did the half points, it would be like a 3.5. You know, ultimately, I don't think it'll age as well as, say, other classics, right? So, but it's still worth a watch. So I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5 overall. Uh, speaking of other shows with lofty expectations that feel a little bit sore, Chainsaw Man. Uh, now, before you break out your chainsaws to murderize me for saying that, I mean, you know, this, the way the show was hyped up going into it, you know, it was basically considered the second coming of Jesus, uh, which there was no way I was going to live up to that hype, right? Now, I have read the manga, right? I'm currently up to date with the second half that's currently ongoing. But, you know, at the time I, st- I, I read the manga, I, I didn't really get the, the, what the, show, the story was. I thought it was just like this weird, wacky, I can't believe they're actually printing this kind of mature stuff in Jump nowadays. Um, it wasn't until I watched actually the Super Patch Wolf video essay kind of breaking down the real themes behind Chainsaw Man that I really grew to appreciate the series as a whole, right? Now, coming into this, you know, coming into watch this with that in mind, right? How do I like the series overall? I mean, you know, from a Napa production, you know, it's kind of expected it's going to be very well executed. The fight sequences, especially the anime-only extensions of fight sequences, pretty great well, pretty well done. You know, the choice to have it be more cinematic than and less anime is, uh, is certainly a choice I'm personally not mad with, though I know a lot of uh, the Japanese audience maybe not not like that, that perspective as much. Um, you know, it ended up pacing out the season where the really crazy stuff doesn't really uh, kick off until next season. So we'll see how that that gets adapted. What I will say though, I think it's really hard to say that this is maybe better, like the definitive way to enjoy Chainsaw Man. I mean, yes, the action sequences are definitely something you can't really do in a in a two D uh, medium. 
but you kind of can, right? I think part of what makes Chainsaw Man so amazing, at least the manga, was the paneling and the way that, you know, Fujimoto was able to do so score and, and, and use his paneling in a Junji Ido-esque manner to really so kind of like, the, and, and, you know, I mean, you, you, the use of paneling and, and his art style of just like the, the rawness behind it, I think is something that's really hard to get in like this super polished presentation, right? Um, I mean, you know, Kickback as a song, as an opening song is really memorable. I, I will say like the, the individual EDs didn't really do it for me. It was nice in the moment, but frankly, the fact that I can't, that they had 12 EDs means that none of them really stick out in my head, right? Um, now, while the Japanese audience may not be a fan and it may not be my favorite anime of the year or even of the season, I do look forward to seeing how they adapt things in the future. I can't say it's a bad adaptation. In fact, it's a pretty good one. Um, if, you know, obviously the, 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 the level of skill in the manga is just so hard to really translate the, the pure soul of, of Chainsaw Man, I think, into this. But, you know, I, I will say that it's doing a good job with kind of like those larger themes that Super iPads will like mentions in his essay. So overall, I'm going to give this one a four out of five for now. We'll see how things continue, especially with the uh, poor BD sales, um, you know, on, on, the, uh, on, the, on the Japanese side. So if Chainsaw Man wasn't uh, my favorite anime of the season, what was? Well, there are two shows I, I actually came out of nowhere I would put higher above it. Both of them slice of life. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about is Do It Yourself or Do It Yua Serufu, as the show keeps reminding us uh, with the main character's name being Yua Serufu. Now, I'm living in the middle of New York, right? So home improvement or carpentry isn't exactly something I do on the regular, but there's something about watching the DIY club tackle these projects of making a bench or a sign or a treehouse that's just super comfy and satisfying. I mean, yes, this is the latest entry into the tradition of cute girls doing cute things genre. This time, the cute things being crafts, though less felt crafts and, and knitting and more using power tools. Um, the minimalist character designs and pastelist color palette make for a super expressive animation that was pretty smooth and fluid, all things considered. You know, the, the world building of a near future world, you know, where high school students study 3D printing and drones make deliveries and they have Google Glass like eyewear is commonplace. Is a nice contrast to the, and a bit of a sub-theme actually throughout the show of compa compare and contrast to the kind of hands-on approach to doing, you know, do it, the, the craft work, right? Um, all of this actually reminds me in a positive way of one of my favorite, all-time favorites, Keep Your Hands of Eizuken, though perhaps not quite as expressive or as deep-cutting as, say, as Musaki Yuasa was able to pull off with Eizuken. Um, you know, it's, it's still com a compliment nonetheless. Uh, must like Call of the Night and other cute girl shows, um, this one's really more about the vibes than anything else, and those vibes are very wholesome and enjoyable, and something I could not keep like you know when I was watch in the middle of the fall season I was behind on anime I was like what do I want to watch first when I have time to watch anime and it was this and the other so I'm going to talk about after this that were the ones I wanted to get back to first more than Spy Family more than Mob more than Chainsaw Man um, which is a really good sign right ultimately I think this so punched above its weight and its expectations and you know it may not be to the heights of Yu Camp or Azuken but you know this one is probably a four out of five for me which is I think more than what most would expect. So kind of by process of elimination, if you've been aware of the shows from the fall season, you probably have a guess of what my favorite show and what my winner of anime of the season and indeed contender for anime of the year is, Bochy the Rock. Um, I mean, sir, you know, this this out of left field show is another cute girls doing cute things show, you know, which again, it seems to have a, I have a bias for. Uh, this time, the cute things being banned things, but the show is so much more than that, you know, and I, I haven't seen K-On, so I can't really compare it to that, but, you know, I will say I'm I'm not a cripplingly, I don't have chronically cripplingly social anxiety, much like Bochi does, but I think everyone, including myself, has at some point or another felt like they weren't quite sure how to proceed or break into a group or 
doubted yourself and you know and 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 or maybe a, a fear that people really don't understand your individual quirks and your neuroses but what's beautiful i think about the show is you know it, it shows the friendship of these four girls and they all represent kind of a different combination of being self-assert like self-assert versus self-conscious and then introverted versus extroverted right um you know uh seeing the three other girls kind of portray these different personas right and then how they relate to Botsy and they accept her for who she is whenever she gets into her own head and you know they push her just enough to kind of you know, help her grow um, but not enough that it's rushing her and making her super uncomfortable right um, and that's I think what we all really want in this world like a group of friends like that you know seeing how she and on, on the reverse side seeing how she helps the other girls while they, without even realizing it is super touching you know it, it may not be the biggest scope out there right you know it may not be the most ambitious film narratively but it for what it tries to tackle the story of a girl overcoming social anxiety, making friends, and, and trying to achieve this dream of, of performing on stage. It does it very well and has probably the most heart of any show I've ever seen. Um, if not the most heart, but at least up there. Um, it's clear the passion the production team has for what was originally a four coma manga. I mean, you know, this four coma manga notoriously don't have a lot to work off of, and they're able to really flesh this out, right? Which is, I think, a nice segue to the animation, right? I mean, so much about the show is is its it's its production, right? Again, character designs are done in a way that allow for fluid animation. The dynamic perspectives and shot compositions make for really interesting storytelling um, don't even get me started on the moments when Bochi goes into her own, her own head and they go full mixed media claim motion seed like CG computer graphics you know these like you know this different art styles and so on I mean you know it's it 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 really makes you feel what would both each feeling by having the jarring animation, which I think any show that goes into full mixed media, I'm, I'm definitely appreciative of. And, you know, on top of that, you have the great musical, the great music that goes into the show. Or, I mean, the soundtrack's a banger, right? Obviously, music is one advantage that anime has over manga, right? Um, it takes full advantage of that, right? Obviously, which I think music anime are more equipped to do so than others, right? Um, think of Your Boy Kong Min earlier this year. And even better than Your Boy Kong Min, this one had fully fleshed out unique songs, right? multiple songs throughout the show um, versus the versus just one they played over and over and then they have different versions of the songs right like there was a part in the show where you know they'll do they're playing really well and then they play the same song later not so well and you can kind of hear the difference in how it's actually not coming together in that late in that later track right to kind of use it for storytelling purposes right um, or even having a guest performer and the track sounds just a little bit different right like no lie this show actually got me to add Putting a learning to learn a musical instrument on my New Year's resolution list, and I'm actually already picked up the ukulele uh, and picking out tunes on it. So you know, not to mention right that that the Kesako band uh, songs right have kind of become my go-to music for listening to while I'm writing or focusing. Um, so kind of supplanting other J-pop and, and city pop songs that I've been listening to. So with how much gussing I'm doing, you know, it's kind of no surprise that Boatsy the Rock gets a five out of five for me. In fact, I go so far. You know, normally I try to wait. You know, maybe a couple seasons at least. Um, but it seems like I've basically given at least one show a year, you know, a perfect 10 out of 10. And I think this is this is the show this year. This is the show that's getting my 10 out of 10. Um, it's something I would serve for only the best in, in my pantheon, you know, alongside Bebop, Gurren Lagan, Brotherhood, Log Horizon, Ezuken, as I mentioned before, an Odd Taxi from last year, um, or I guess the year prior. Um, so welcome to Club Boat. See your 10 out of 10 anime. 
So, you know, overall for fall, I ended up checking out 33 series. I ended up finishing nine, you know, or eight, one sort, seven full, uh, with 22 series I had put on my three episode list, including some shows that I wasn't really quite sure if I was going to actually follow up with them or not, just because of the weird episode lengths or the you know, they're either super long show, they have a much fewer number of episodes than normal. Um, so I plan to get catch up on at some point in the series. Just some notable things, you know, I want to try to catch up with, you know, Reincarnated with a Sword has a 7.56 on my anime list. Um, All Saints Street, I, I forgot to get the pull, score, pull score for this one. It was pretty interesting when I checked it out. The Bleeds, 10 year, ten, like I mentioned, the Bleeds uh, anime, 9, 9.11 on my anime list. Uh, Love Flops had like an interesting twist halfway through, which I think lost before, I lost a lot of users before that, but I'm kind of interested to go back and check it out. 6.73. Romantic Killer, 8.13 on Mal. Uh, Arc Knights, uh, 7.2. Maybe I'll end up picking up the uh, the mobile game. And Osuve Yatsu, I want to give a little bit of more chance to, um, this one's 7.23 on my anime list. And of course, you know, there's other series that I kind of need to catch up on. Um, you know, Uzaki-chan Season 2, 7.24 on my anime list. My Hero Academia Season 6 is probably the best it's been lately, I've heard. Um, 8.27. Uh, Next Summit, you know, the uh, girls, the cute girls climbing anime, 7.61. Uh, Tiger Bunny Season 2, 7.54. And of course, Pop Team Epic, I have to watch the first season of first, currently 7.51. And then the other three episode uh, anime that I, I I'm not sure I'll get to, but you know I I kind of consider you know I'm the villainous you know um the the Utome Isekai game uh, Shinobi no Itoki um not quite as good reviews uh, the Human Bug Daigaku um, Eminence and Shadows currently ongoing again seven point nine one I'm not sure the humor there really matches me um, Blue Lock eight point two seven I'm not a super big sports person anime person so we'll see uh, the management of the novice alchemist Beast Tamer and Kankole these last three not super excited about but we'll see um if i ever get tan back then probably not but yeah that was my fall anime recap um looking at back at an entire year um, i actually ended up starting 119 series giving a shot to 70 series total you know the three episodes roll and then actually ending up finishing 23 total that's definitely down from 2021 why i started somewhere in the number neighborhood of 200 series finished about 36 full-length shows you know definitely a reflection of the bit of a step back i've taken from watching anime this last year but let's go back look season by season um we already talked about fall again i won't repeat too much there but again i finished eight shows out of 33 started and 22 uh, that I gave the three episode rule for. Um, this is Bochi the Rock, five out of which is the original anime of the season, five out of five. Uh, Mob Psycho 100 season three, five out of five sequel anime of the season. Poi Poi Molkar, four out of five, the sword anime of the season. And then Spy Family, five out of five. Uh, Do It Yourself, four out of five. Chainsaw Man, four out of five. Uh, My uh, Witch of Mercury, three out of five. And then Akiba Made Wars, three out of five. Moving back to the summer, I started uh, 28 series, shortlisted 18 of them, ended up finishing six. Um, you know, Licorice Recoil is kind of like the only one I'm giving an anime of the season award to, right? Uh, four out of five. Um, you know, kind of the uh, kind of the, the highest scoring and not a great season overall, frankly. Um, we have the 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 Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting, uh, which also got a four out of five. Um, Call of the Night, I gave it three out of five. Uh, Isekai, uh, Isekai Pharmacy, three out of five. And then Kinso no Vormail, two out of five. Plus also the Hanabi Chan, which I can't really say was good enough to give it like a, a sword anime of the season, even if it was technically the only sword I finished. Um, other shows I never quite finished, but want to go back to, you know, Futo Tante, um, the Kamen Rider series, uh, Isekai Oji-san, uh, Phantom of the Idol on High Dive, uh, My Stepmom's Daughter's Sister, um, and then Chimimo, um, Ujo on High Dive. 
Uh, moving back to spring, I also finished six shows um, after starting 30 and shortlisting 17. Uh, Spy Family uh, was the original anime of the season here, five out of five. Uh, Kaguya-sama, Love is War, Ultimate Romantic, uh, got five out of five and was the sequel anime of the season. Um, your boy Kong Ming, I'm gonna get, I, I, I'll say is an honorable mention, so to speak, uh, four out of five. Um, Birdie Wing, gol gr Golf Girl Story, four out of five. And then Otome Game, uh, are tough for mobs, I got it for three out of five. Uh, John Tamapong, was also another sword here that I finished. Not quite good enough to get a, an Anime of the Season award. Um, you know, some other that I never quite finished. You know, Summertime Render was not available uh, for streaming at the time, but this was very highly reviewed. Um, not quite, can't quite the same for the Black Rock Suitor anime, but that also was not available at the time. Um, never really got a chance to finish Miss Sachiko and the Little Baby Girl Ghost, um, To Become a Real Heroine, Executioner and Her Way of Life, Ao Asi, The Aiman, Love After World Domination, The Skeleton Knight and Another World, and I'm Quitting Heroing. Um, never got to finish those. Uh, maybe I'll go back, maybe not, we'll see. Uh, definitely, I think, Summertime Render. Um, finally, the winter anime a year ago, um, which is where my decline in anime really started. You know, after starting 28 series, I shortlisted 13 and finished only three, uh, two of which were sorts, um, or OV, uh, two of which were sorts, and then I also had an OVA. Um, so, you know, the only, the only full-length series I finished was My Dress Up Darling, uh, which gave four out of five, uh, original anime of the season. Um, honorable mention to 86, who kind of got delayed, um, a little bit, so th that one got a five out of five. Um, but yeah, I'm good. Damakawa Siri, Survival Utility, and Kyo and Kyoto were the uh, were the sort were the other ones that I finished. Um, never quite finished uh, Akebi-chan in the Sailor Uniform, uh, Q, Miss Kori Two from the Monster Development Department, Ryman's Club, Saibuki Bisco, Sasaki Tomiano, Senmui the Animation, Slow Loop, Tokyo Twenty Four, um, Ku, Tribe Nine, and the Genius Princess Guide to Raising Nation Out of Debt. Also, never got around to Realist Hero Rebuild to the Kingdom, Demon Slayer, or Attack on Titan. Um, and then the leftovers from uh, the fall season prior, Varna Desno Carly and Heiki Monogatari, I never finished. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, definitely, definitely a lot. This is also when the Crunchyroll um, acquisition of Sony or vice versa uh, got finalized. Um, and so part of the issue here was that a lot of the shows I was going to end up finishing ended up I canceled, canceled my Funimation subscription because everything's on Crunchyroll. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just didn't have a chance to go back and check. I should check if these actually got added to Crunchyroll at this point. And of course, there were the uh, the six uh, movies um, that I ended up watching. Um, you know, Inuo gave five out of five. The Eurocamp movie, five out of five. One Piece Red, four out of five. Review Starlot, four out of five. Dragon Ball Super, Superhero, three out of five. And then Bell, three out of five. And of course, the two Satoshi Khan movies um, from previous years I had been missing both gave those five out of five. So what is my top 10 of the year and what's my anime of the year? Well, I couldn't put out a full, I w I'm not going to put a full rank list of number one through 10, but I'm going to break it down by season um, you know, and just kind of go chronologically with a couple of honorable mentions being uh, 86, right? That was technically a 2021 show, but you know, the last couple of episodes, which were the best episodes of the, of the core, got delayed uh, into 2022. So I'm going to give that an honorable mention that got a five out of five for me. And then uh, Inuo, honorable mention, is my movie of the year. Um First off, in winter, the only one I'm going to start out from here um, was the uh, original anime of the season, uh, My Dress Up Darling. Um, spring, um, we have Your Boy Kong Ming, um, which is kind of like a wild card anime of the season. Um, also, shout out to Kaguya-sama um, Ultra Romantic, which is the uh, sequel anime of the season. And then, you know, didn't get an award, but uh, Birdie Wing, Golf Grocery, was extremely enjoyable as someone who used to play golf. Um, I believe we have a second season coming out soon. Um, and then, you know, spring and fall kind of searing. Uh, 
spy family was the original enemy of the season for the spring, um, but it obviously appeared in multiple seasons. So I'm going to count it as just one entry on this list. Um, so yeah, that's winter and spring. Uh, summer, we only had one entry, uh, Licorice Recoil, um, which is the original enemy of the season. And then fall, right? We have uh, Do It Yourself, Chainsaw Man, Mob Psycho 100, uh, the latter getting the uh, sequel enemy of the season. Uh, and then Bochy the Rock rounding out the top 10 as the original enemy of the season for fall. And my award for enemy of the year, I mean, it's the only one that I'm giving a, a 10 out of 10 for. So congrats to Bochy the Rock. Now, quick shout out also to the uh, the twelve shows. I'm going to pick twelve shows um, that I kind of want to uh, catch up on. Um, you know that were not sequels. Um, for the most part, um, three from each season. Uh, from winter, we have Ryman's Club, the badminton show, Saibuki Bisco, and then Slow Loop, uh, cute girls doing fissing things. Um, on spring, uh, summertime render, I definitely need to go catch up on um, Executioner in Her Way of Life, and then The Aiman. Um, summer, I want to catch up on Fudo Tante. Uh, Cyberpunk Edge one was actually haven't mentioned anywhere because you know I never got around the chance. But um, for many people, I've heard that's their anime of the year, which you know I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'm a big Trigger fan, so uh, Cyberpunk Edge one is probably the the number Number one, so I want to go back and catch up on from last year. Um, and then Chimimo, which kind of like, you know, a slice of life kind of comedy um, with a unique art style. I want to go back and check out on that. Um, and then from Winter, I want to check out uh, Reincarnate as a Sword, kind of like the highest rated um, three episode anime I didn't get to finish. Um, the Bleach uh, 10,000 Year uh, War um, for nostalgia's sake. And also, it's really high score. I definitely need to check that out. Uh, and then Love Flops uh, for the twist that came halfway through. Um, and of course, you know, the sequels I, I want to finish on our Demon Slayer, um, Attack on Titan, Uzaki-chan, and My Hero Academia, and also need to catch up on uh, a bunch of stuff, you know, JoJo, Tiger and Summit, Next Summit, uh, Tiger and Bunny, Next Summit, um, Pop Team Epic, Devil's a Part-Timer, Made in Abyss, uh, Classroom of the Elite, Ascendance of the Bookworm, Science Fell in Love, Varnadus no Karte, and uh, Genius, um, and one of the Prince, um, you know, raising out of that type of series. So, yeah, this is my long overdue recap of 2022, and specifically the Super Stack 2022 Fall. Um, I'll be working on my next episode, which will be a much delayed look at Winter 2023. Like I mentioned, most of the, most of my watching time right now is going to the Oscar stuff. Um, though the fact that a lot of Winter shows are getting delayed because of COVID doesn't really help that case either. So I'm going to tentatively aim aim for the end of the month, um, which is like two thirds for the way the season. But hey, it's my show, so it is what it is. Um, in the meantime, though, what are your favorite shows from Fall 2022, and what were your favorite anime from all of 2022? Uh, let me know on Twitter at yet pod or via email at yet another anime podcast at zemo.com you can follow my my analyst at ninjaboy333 boring and i or will find all on all the major podcast services like itunes and spotify make sure you subscribe leave a review at the very least say another anime loving friend links to that will be in the show notes and for the music from suichi sakagami tennis.com editing production by ninjaboy media that's it for this episode we record uh more or less once a month at this point um next time on yet another anime podcast again we're going to go over the winter anime season and kind of take the status of where things are depending on how far i can watch everything but until then, see you, Space Cowboy. Bang.